The news continues to happen, and The Schrader Show is here to decipher the madness, to make sense of what's real and what's propaganda, to offer a point of view. This is 1360 and 97.5 WTAQ. Now, here's Steve Schrader. Well, good Tuesday afternoon and welcome to the what the Shannon and Schrader podcast. It is Tuesday afternoon and I've got to say I've, I've gotten some much needed rest over the last few days and and when I emerged it was nice and warm out. Now I when I say emerged I'm uh, being facetious of course because I've got, you know, a 75 pound pit bull that I had to take out all the time. So I kind of saw when the temperature was changing. But with that, I will welcome in my co-host and couldn't do it without her, Shannon. Hi, Shannon. Hi. So what do you want to talk about today? Um, That's what I told Shannon when we got to the station. I said, what do you want to talk about today? And she says, well, Nikki, and she said, well, Nikki Haley gave a press conference to say she's never going to drop out from running for president. So she gave a press conference to say. She's not dropping out. Right. So that's what I found out this morning. Now, I'm going to tell you, I purposefully disconnected from the news Saturday afternoon and just reconnected this morning. And none of you probably need to do that. But I do because every once in a while I need to just recharge the batteries and lay on the couch and spend time with my dog. So I did. Um, But let's talk about Nikki Haley. Absolutely. Who does she? Yeah, who does she think she's running for now? I don't know. I mean, Shannon. (laughs) Even the the Republican Party is changing management to suit Donald Trump because at least the party recognizes now. Finally, after eight years, and believe me, whoever is left in the in the in the establishment. That's and I now I'm talking about Republicans that are just hell bent on making sure Donald Trump is never president again. Those people need to be out of Congress because he is he you know he's he's trying to save a republic that is completely completely lost all lawlessness and everybody knows it's over. Usually, you, you know, yourself, you look at the mirror and you go, it's over. I know it's over. This campaign's over. Yeah. Well, Did she not have anybody in her life that, not even her husband, that can pull her aside and send her to bed? I, I, I don't know. It's like, who's advising this lady? Because, you know, it, really, why is she still out there? I don't know, but I, I knew she, would, she wouldn't give up. Remember you said she She's. <laughs> Her entire campaign, and now she's admitting it is, I'm going to stay in until I'm sure Donald Trump doesn't get thrown in jail. Oh, and then, yeah. And then if Donald Trump gets thrown in jail, I'm the only Republican that's stuck with it. It's my nomination. And I don't think that's going to be the case in any way. I don't see Donald Trump in a federal prison before the election. Well, me either. I, yeah, I don't... I don't put anything past the left and make no mistake Nikki Haley is of the left she's told us why she got involved in politics what was her meaning in life her meaning was life was to promote Nikki Haley because who does she always credit for getting her in the public life Shannon 
Hillary Clinton. Exactly. So you know why she's there now. I didn't know why she was there before. Now I know why she's there. That's why she's there. She's trying to, she's trying to be plan B for the country. Yeah, but... But she's got to realize she's got to pack it up and go home. Whatever plan B would, should Donald Trump not be alive or be in prison or whatever the Democrats throw at him next... She's trying to be, I'm the last man standing. Okay, Republicans, whether you love me or not, you have to in 24. Yeah, well, she well she said herself that she wants to give people a choice so that Donald Trump doesn't get 99% of the vote. Right. So, I mean, she's, I don't, I, she knows she's not. I don't know. She knows Donald Trump's not going to get 99% of the vote, although he should. If people gave an honest, if people really gave an honest assessment of what they see every day, no one would ever vote for Joe Biden just on the merits. Look at look at what the, look at what he's done to the country. Not to mention what we're going to get into on our next story on the American Red Cross. That's awfully interesting. We'll get there, but we're not done with Nikki yet. Um, the Democrats have been, des- I truly believe this, the Democrats have been desperate, even though they've been in charge, and all of that desperation is their Trump derangement syndrome, and whoever else they can c- convince to have that Trump derangement syndrome, they truly believe Donald Trump's evil, so whatever they do evil-wise to keep Donald Trump out of office, that's what they're going to do. And I know Donald Trump isn't evil because, look, he's rich. He could have bought an island and never been seen again. And he could do that now. You know, all these lawsuits and everything would go away if he said, you know what, I'm done with you people. I'm done with America. I'm done with all of it. I'm going to go buy myself an island and and Melania and I and the family are going to live on the island. Leave us alone. We'll import our own goods. That is about the only way they'll leave Donald Trump alone. Well, that's that's been proven. <laughs> they won't leave the guy alone. And that's what's that's what's so frustrating about it all. Now, transitioning to another topic. American American Red Cross. Yeah. Yes. DC Drano informed you on some stuff that's pretty bloody scary. Well, stuff that I already knew. Speaking of the American Red Cross, I mean, I've got. I'm looking for the. I'm looking for the phone number here, Shannon. But uh, while we, while I look for that phone number, why don't you tell the audience uh, a little bit about how you discovered this announcement from the American Red Cross? Well, I saw it on Twitter. Well, actually, I, ever since I've had um, open heart surgery, I've been looking for answers on that because I had to get blood transfusions while I was there. And I did not want them, and they forced me to. No, they- you did not want them. And let, let me state for the record, when Shannon had her heart surgery last August? August, yeah. She fought like a Dickens to say mightily <laughs> that she wanted unvaccinated blood. I was very adamant and. That. The hospital, I'll, we're going to leave the name out currently as things continue to develop, but the hospital told her that was impossible. They didn't sort the blood. 
Exactly. And it was too, I needed the surgery too bad for, um, to wait for someone I know to donate it to me. Which so. you did need the surgery immediately. Once the doctors saw you, they did that, but there was still about a two week gap there mm-hmm. that, that, uh, there were any number of people who had already, who'd went up to Shannon and said, if you need blood, we'll donate it for you. We weren't vaccinated. Yep. There were plenty of people. I mean, Shannon is a very popular person because she spreads love and joy everywhere she goes. So there were a lot of people that volunteered to give them her or give their blood to her. Okay. Believe me, a person like Shannon she makes an ask, and I don't even know if you asked on air, did you? No. She didn't even ask on air. This was just people she knows. She could have easily, in two weeks, the combination of all these people with a universal type donor thing, unvaccinated, we could have got Shannon the blood she needed before that surgery. And everybody would have been willing to do it. And I would have got my, well, I got the jab, so I couldn't do it. But everybody else was willing to do it and I would have been willing to do it obviously even without you know even with the jab whatever but here's the thing now the story gets thicker and again you don't have to believe us but this is stuff that she we've lived through in our personal life right Shannon I mean she she had open heart surgery last year she had to get four things of blood this is freaking her out because now the American Heart Association is saying Basically, if you've donated blood in the last year, call us before coming to donate because depending on who manufactured it, we can either accept it or not. So they are sorting blood now, at least the American Red Cross is. So they're starting to wake up to the fact that this jab is killing people. Right. Now, that is my personal opinion. That is Shannon's opinion. But that's our personal opinion, and I believe it with my heart. And and they're they're hiding something because why didn't they do that from the start? So many people called called the show and said, "I need an organ transplant or whatever," and right. they couldn't because because they... and we let we let a full a small group of people at the top of hospital chains at the top of the government to put this world into a well whatever that whatever you can say that they put the world through right. You know, how many deaths because of COVID? How many how many businesses, you know, were put out of business and people committed suicide because they lost everything because of COVID? Think about all think about all those people. Mm-hmm. So if you're one of those people like me who got the jab and are living to tell about it, be thankful. And second of all, uh, don't get any more jabs. You know, if the government tells you that there's another virus that's going to kill you, I, my suggestion is don't listen this time. And that may be a big mistake because the next one might be real. real. But I, I, I don't know. I can, You know, uh, we'll say I've, a friend and colleague who's an Army veteran confirmed to us this morning. He said anybody who's been a veteran will, be, will not believe a word the federal government says. I believe that. We did chemical. We did medical and biological experiments on our own troops back in the 50s and 60s 
Shannon, I knew government had some bad actors. I never knew it was this bad really in my entire life until this morning. And every day it seems to get worse. But the only thing we can do about it is fight for what's right. And then at the end of the day, go to bed. Pretty much. but I mean, uh, you know, and that's pretty much what I'm going to in this election year. It's going to be a long year for Shannon and I. The reason being is it's an election year and people want to know what we think is going to happen sometimes. And so they'll send us texts and we appreciate it. We're talking about friends and family. But it's going to be a long year because I know Shannon knows the stakes and I know the stakes. I mean, Donald Trump is trying to keep this country a... a, a a like we always have been historically a judeo-christian country uh that knows right from wrong uh it's pretty scary i don't know that but this red cross stuff you know we've been bringing people information all the time right well Well, well, now folks if you don't believe us we're gonna post a link to the american red cross now under that link you've got to go down to what about the coronavirus and blood donation? Once you go into that, um, what? And then you'll get to another section that says what to know about the COVID virus and blood donation. At that point, it says this. Now, I'm quoting the uh, American Red Cross website. I'm cl- quoting it exactly because I'm reading it from, from right here. Right, Shannon? They, you can yep. attest that I'm reading it from a printout that I just printed from their website. Quote, the Red Cross follows a high standard of safety and infection control. Doctors are no longer required to wear a face mask, but the Red Cross will adhere to more stringent face mask requirements per state and local guidance or the request of the broad blah, blah, blah. Because volunteer donors are not only are the only source of blood for those in need. Donors are urged not to to donors are urged to give now to ensure blood products are readily available for patients. The American Red Cross blah, 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 get to it here. As hospitals resume surgical procedures, patients treat this is like it's forever ago well where was that number see the number when you print it from the website it doesn't even show up this is weird you said how we were trying to verify it it's just no it's the wrong one um because we always like to to verify yeah That's all it really gives you. No, you gotta go. You gotta go to. Yeah, there's here's the blood donor eligibility information. That's it. So there's that. It's one eight hundred. Yeah, it's one eight hundred Red Cross is the is the phone number, but when you try to print that, it doesn't even give you that number i thought it did that's why i printed this stuff otherwise i could have just read it from the website that's why i was taking it slow because i thought i thought there was going to be the number and the instruction in there no that's all they give us so what they're saying is 
Hey, if you got the jab, call us. We want to know when you got it because it looks like, okay, there is no deferral time in eligible blood donors who are vaccinated with an inactivated RNA-based COVID-19 vaccine manufactured by AstraZeneca, Janssen, Moderna, Novavax, or Pfizer. So, uh, Pfizer. Those are the those are the co- those are the companies currently still, or did at one time do co- uh, COVID jabs was AstraZeneca, Janssen, Moderna, Nova, Novavax, and Pfizer. So those are the ones. I had two Pfizer ones, and I will never have another one. Eligible blood donors who received a life extenuated, or what, what is that? Adenated? Adenated? That's a weird word. I'll have to look it up after we're done. Anyway, something A-T- T-A-E-N-U-A-T-E-D. Shannon's looking it up right now on her cell phone. Anyway, it says, uh, whatever that word is and means, COVID-19 vaccine, or do not know what type of COVID-19 vaccine they received, must wait two weeks prior to giving blood. Okay, so they won't even take your blood if you got the jab within the last two weeks. If you have an appointment scheduled and need to change your donation date based on the above guidance, click here, and then there's a link. If you have any further questions, see, they're going to make you call the American Red Cross to find out what the deal is. Yeah. And that number is 1-800-RED-CROSS. Yeah, so it says, the American Red Cross is now asking blood donors if they ever received the COVID vaccine. If you answer yes... They want you to call ahead to see if you're still eligible. Eligible. Yeah, and so you got to call to see if you're. They're, so they, once first you got to go on the website and pretend you're going to donate, and then it, then you get that message. Yeah, and you know what I'm. You know what it's all going down to. The American Red Cross has this information because believe me, the government has it, Shannon. And the American Red Cross is going through the batches of the jab that were that had a higher tendency to kill people and oh, don't even tell me this <laughs> well i'm this is now this is me thinking on the fly as we're reading through this folks so again anything we say here we've got to mentally digest a little bit too but what that tells me is the Red Cross, if you go in there, you know what? I got a, I got a Vax card in my wallet. We're going to take a brief break here um, in the podcast. I'm going to see if I can find that vaccination card. I bet you I threw it away when I cleaned my wallet the last time, but it still might be in there. If I can find that vaccination card, we'll come back and we'll, we'll finish this discussion. But uh, I'll, you know what? We're, I'm not going to look now. I'll look and see if I can find my vaccination card. But it was pretty specific on date and location and all. They can trace it all the way back to the batch. That's why because sometimes that's the way, there's like whole families that end up with problems. Right, that's the way pharmaceuticals work. 
because they check they keep a they keep a control of the of the batch. So my guess is now again I'm, I'm thinking on the fly here. So don't take what Chad and I are saying here in this podcast as gospel, which you should always do your homework on anything you hear in this podcast. We're here to entertain you. <laughs> we're here to entertain you, but we're also here to tell you the truth. That's our mission. Okay. Um, wow. Well, exactly what I said before I had surgery well, is now. I, yeah, it's, it's true. It's, and now I, mean, I, I knew this. Right. And now I'm now I'm to the point to where I'm looking at this and I'm going, yeah, I, as we do this story. And again, folks, this is we're, we're, when we give you these stories, in some cases, we're just starting to dive into it. We're just starting to dive into this because I got to tell you. They're going back and they're looking at, at, at who you had it from, when you had it, and you're right, Shannon, they're, it, it's clicking. Now they're going back and they're looking at the bad doses and at some point the government's going to start calling people that got bad doses because now Pfizer, Moderna, all those companies I mentioned, by the way, AstraZeneca, Janssen, J&J, Moderna, Novavax, Novavax, and Pfizer. Again, AstraZeneca, Janssen slash J&J, Moderna, Novavax, and Pfizer. Great. They're, They're not there yet in admitting what the jab was yet. They're not there. But they're getting they're 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 starting to realize. Let let me put it this way: Whoever's leading the American Red Cross is conceding the point enough that if you got the jab, you're not done with it yet. And what it's saying to me is, if you got the jab within the last two weeks, hope no one gets your blood. Well, I think it's much longer than two weeks. That's, well, I mean, they're saying don't come in for two weeks, but... I think it's much, much longer than that too, Shannon. But this is the first crack in the dam. And what I mean by that is when... Because you know that... I bet you this is just on their website today. Or you would have think thought some other conservative that was nervous about the jab would have done this homework already if if DC if DC Drano did well, it himself Well if you go on here and read this you'd be you'd just be like oh well everybody must have been 2 weeks out then and right. must have got good blood but it's that's not that's not what's happening right. now it's like where did you get it from Correct <laughs> correct and that's that I'm scaring myself as I do this broadcast well, you're scaring me because like people that actually got the jab can they know the batch and everything? I don't. I don't know whose blood I have right now. Times four. <laughs> At some point, they're going to have to go back, and you're going to need to find out. You're going to find need to get as, as specific of information on the blood that you were given as possible. Yeah. Good luck with that. I screamed and screamed, and they well, they had to hold me down and and then so in in fact later that night I could hear the nurses talking in the hallway about 
I don't know. I don't know what's wrong with her, but she's got something against blood. That's how bad I, I mean, it was bad. I did not want that blood. Oh, I know it was because you told me and you <laughs> kept it in, in that part of it was. I even signed the thing that said I, I don't want blood. And then they said, you're going to die if you don't. You made the right decision in taking the blood because vaccinated blood is not a death sentence. I'm sure that's not what in this my means. Head it is. I know it is. And you know what? The biggest thing that can hurt you is your own head on some of this stuff. So you can't live your life worried about it. But if you got the jab or you got blood with the jab, it's time to find out as much as you can about the dosage of that jab. That's all I'm saying uh, well, at this point. Well, I can tell you is I've been re- researching this for a long time. Even before I had to get surgery just to to, to know no. for other people, but the Red Cross had never admitted that before. Look, until. folks, there's a reason why Shannon and I are broadcasting in podcasts three days a week to you besides the Saturday show. It's because there's so much going on in the world. We want you to know about it. And... When I tell you she worries about this stuff to the point of making herself sick, she almost does. And Shannon doesn't worry about anything other than this blood. <laughs> and we got to get her some, uh, some answers or, or know that we've looked for as many answers as, as we can get. But and there, we may not be able to get the answers, but I'm sure you're going to do some digging. <laughs> And I'll help you as much as I can, whether it's research or, or uh, <clears throat> sharing the journey, I guess. But um, this is kind of the, you know, the mission of your radio career is to educate people about the jab before they get it. Yeah, and and encourage them not to get it. But. I, and I for for so long I was like, no way, don't come near me with that. Uh, uh-uh. I was so worried they were going to try to vaccinate my kids at school all the time. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's how I was. And then all of a sudden, I need blood, and I could have been vaccinated. Like it's mind blowing to me. But I knew, I knew that they wouldn't admit that to me. But I knew it. I knew it. Look, folks, I I usually see Shannon either four to six days a week, right? I mean, we're either here, we're here at least. Well, with the podcast, we're here at least four days a week, anyway. But we're also here at the building a lot more. But I see Shannon a lot, and I know this is this is absolutely. But uh, you know what? I think this is about the only thing I've seen ever get under your skin. Well, because I knew it, and no, and they wouldn't listen to me. And and nobody would. And I and I see it. I see it because you were screaming it from mountaintops and no one was hearing you. Wow. Well, so. It was always like, oh, that's not proven. Yeah, you're right. And I, <laughs> I was one of them. So I, I, I am apologizing on air. I, I, you got to realize that you can't walk around scared. But you know what else I was scared of is that they were going to try to give me the jab while I was. Oh, I know you were. I know you were. Which they probably did that, too. You know, just to get another whatever, 40 grand. <laughs> I know. And I, you know what? Do you know that if I could have been there to protect you from being in the operating room and make sure they didn't give you the jab, I would have done it. But obviously, that's not the way it works in hospitals. So I wonder why. Well, (laughs) yeah. You you know what? I guess it's a good rule because you know I'd have to be I'd have to be very uh, 
very convinced something was wrong with you mentally not to break you out of the hospital. <laughs> so anyway, I think with that, I think we're going to call it for a day. It's Tuesday, uh, February 20th. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to be back. Um, we'll be back, uh, with you again tomorrow. Uh, tomorrow we're going to, we're going to talk about, uh, Roger Scharf, a sneakerhead, but a pretty darn cool one. If you ask me. So with that, Remember, freedom can't be centralized, and whether you like it or hate it, in your heart, you know we're right. We'll see you tomorrow. Courtesy of the red, white, and blue.